calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. My name is Aram. Welcome back to God's Fall. God's Fall is a custom Dungeons & Dragons game that is played and recorded in Washington, D.C. and written and produced in Chicago. Hello, my name is Joe. I am playing Lord Haldir Loran, a level 5 High Elf Warlock. Hi, I'm Kay. I'm playing Queen Fryany Tinuan, the 5th level High Elf Bard. Previously on God's Fall. Queen Phryne Tinuith and Lord Haldir of Ryland had been chased to the top of the palace and plunged themselves into the Well of Ani. In an effort to wrest control of the city from its creator, Zavan, the God of Man. They were transported deep beneath the ocean, shielded from its crushing pressure and frigid cold by some divine force and were confronted with the massive chained corpse of the god of the sea. Like what sort of uh, emotional, I guess, reaction is there to this mound? She could have reached you, reach out with your divinity, and there is just pain and sadness and loneliness just in crushing waves. Looking up, I mean, is there any sense of light or being able to no, see the surface of the water. nothing whatsoever. In, in, in fact, logically, you know that there's no way you should be able to see down here. And you can just hear this grating, reverberating, hollow voice boom around you. I think I would just like, like, my name is Phryony and I, you know, want to be here. Silence for a moment, and then you would hear in that same booming a voice, I am Sito, God of the Ocean, Lord of the Deity. And then there's like a confusion where he kind of trails off for a second. He repeats what he just said as if he hadn't said it before and then says, Please, release me. Who bound you? Zavar. As they approached, the duo got caught in a strong current, sucking them toward the dead god of the sea's mouth. At the last moment, Haldir was able to wrap a whip of sickly glowing energy around a chain link to hold them, but only for a moment. He's straining, but he's got you in one hand, he's got his whip in the other hand, and you're just, gonna, you're just being pulled out in a chain right now. So I ask, do you have a plan? 
do I look like I have a plan? <laughs> is, that, is that your answer? <laughs> yes. Then I say, okay, and I let go, and we're going in. All right, so uh, spiraled around, you're a little disoriented, and then you are both sucked directly into this thing's mouth, and you both spiral into complete darkness. You wake up inside a massive circular domed room. Aqua and cobalt glass tiles that glow with the shimmer of sunlight filtering through water cover every surface, blending into a full panorama across the entirety of the ceiling, forming a vast undersea world of coral and creatures. As you watch, you are stunned to see that the tiles shift very slowly, changing in size and color as the creatures drift gently throughout the mosaic. Even though it's all made of tile, the tiles will shift and merge and change in color and texture to show like a whale swimming across this tile mosaic or some other large creature bubbling in the distance. And it's all active and moving all around you. Aside from that, the only feature in this room is a pair of massive arched portals, some 50 feet across and 30 feet high each. Both show the same view of the dark, empty ocean you were swimming in moments ago, with an occasional luminescent giant squid gliding past, seemingly oblivious to you. So what, if we look up, is there anything directly above us? Just the domed ceiling. Just the domed. Mm -hmm. okay. Again, all covered in tile everywhere. The, the, uh, the floor beneath you as well, the same tile. I mean, this seems nice. It is really nice. We're just going to hang out here yeah. for a while. Yeah. Yeah. There's also a couple of basins. I mean, I could use a rest. Yeah, well, there are couches. There are a couple of basins. And these silver basins are filling with water. Clear, cold, fresh water. So they're not in water anymore. No, no. They are in, you, know, you guys are in air. I'm sorry. You guys are standing in air yeah. right now. Yeah, there's no other, nice. There's no it other, is. There's no other the people. couches are comfortable. There's no one else here. No fortress of solitude. Yeah, of solitude. I kind of like it. I could use one. <laughs> yeah. Because the palace has turned out to be not so great on that front. Yeah, not, not really relaxing. No. Is, there any food no. Or, is there any food or anything around? Or is it uh, just the water? Just these basins of water. All I know is that eating and drinking things, mysterious sources that have to do with magical or the divine, is almost never a good idea. Listen, all I'm saying is... That's how you end up reigning as the queen of hell for six months a year. I'm saying... Or you end up growing a few inches like Mary and Pippin when they drank from the Ents uh, mm -hmm. water. Yep. It's or true. shrinking and then growing again, if you're Alice. Mm -hmm. <laughs> or right? if you're Alice. Yep. So one way or another, something will happen. Something's getting bigger. <laughs> or smaller. My nipples? Is that what you're talking about? <laughs> right, that's They're going to be merry-go-round size, dude. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> I just cover my body. He's just anyway. dragging his nipples through the hallway. <laughs> Although they can spin, he can use them to propel. <laughs> yeah, we would have gotten away from those squids really. So yeah, my we spinning. Bring it. Okay, so I'd like to say that was C2. I'm sorry, I was wrong. Or just, I'm actually, no, don't include that last part. That was, <laughs> that was C2. Yes, you were wrong. <laughs> Touche. Touche. Um, I'm used to it. I don't know why you're not. Um... <laughs> I mean, also, obviously, he just told us that. 
That's true. Uh, Multiple times. I mean, I guess he could be lying. He could be. But it seems unlikely. At yeah. this point, it seems pretty unlikely. Yeah. Want to just hang out here? Sure. Do you see any, any other option? I mean, there's portals that I don't particularly want to walk through. Portals that clearly lead us to the same place we just were. Uh, presumably, well, no, maybe... Well, there's two of them, so... Maybe. They, the, I mean, the, when the squid went past, it went past oh, both of them. So, yeah. presumably, they are his eyes, and we came through the mouth, right? And so the mouth leads in and the eyes lead out. That's a fair guess. That's a pretty good theory. Yeah. Um, so I'm not too keen on going back out to nothingness and giant squids currently. Yeah, so let's hang out here. Yeah. Get some meditation on. The end. Uh, so I. So yeah, there you go. The end. So and they form a um, nice little family. So I say, uh, uh, I need a drink. Okay. Uh, and I walk over to one of the water basins. As you do, a little silver cup appears on the edge. Does it say "drink me"? <laughs> yes, yes. Drink me, and then it prints these. It's perfectly safe. So here's a question. FDA approved. Yeah. If my lions drank water that was poisoned, would they know it was? Oh yeah. Now, yeah. it wouldn't affect them because they're immune to poison, but okay. they would know it's poison. So I'd like to call out my lions, um, just softly, Lona, Janya. Yep. Ding, 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 ding. And whoosh, they become lions. Instantly, they're tense, and then they relax, and they slink over to it's you. It's kind of awesome here. Yeah, it is. It's nice. <laughs> kind of relaxed. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, a fish. Well, no, there was, there was, there was, there was no fish. Yeah, but, how did yeah. the squid come through? There's no water. They didn't come in. Oh, it they went over. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, they know what I want them to do. So, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I suppose one of them walks over and puts paws up. Lo- Lonya is always a little more brave than Yanya. She always seems to take the lead. So she puts her paws up and she laps at the water. And you see like a ripple go over her. And she shivers for a second and then just stretches out and seems very happy. The uh, ya- uh, Lo- Yanya then gets up as well, takes a drink, and same thing, a ripple of energy, and they they seem refreshed. and Because they had been called mm-hmm. before today. They were clearly tired, and they don't seem tired anymore. So this is clearly the source of all of the waters of Ani, then? It feels that way. So I'm taking a drink. I feel that by drinking these waters, I am torturing the soul. So I'm not going to. Fair enough. You take a drink of water and instantly your wounds vanish and you feel like you have taken a long rest. As you drink that, the portals flare. The rolling blackness of the deep sea has vanished, replaced with the chaotic scene of battle witnessed as if you were looking out of Sido's eyes in the last minutes of his life. The god of the sea was attacked on two sides as Vora isolated him from his ocean and Sephor boiled the waters around him. Portals flicker and darken as Sido loses consciousness, and the next thing you are shown is Zavon cradling his longtime friend. I am Sido, he whispers, his face washed with blood and his eyes wild and unfocused. Your heart has always been true for me, and yet I still have need of it. And with that, the god of man shoved his hand into Sido's chest and tore out his heart. A huge, gleaming shard of sapphire that continuously exploded from all sides with crystal clear water. 
the portals fade to black again and then glow softly as a long, arched hallway stretches out before you. Multiple elephants. Yes. Elephants upon elephants upon elephants of hallway. (laughs) So you didn't want to drink the water, but you've been literally using his heart as your toy for a while. I mean, I use everyone. To be fair, that's true. (laughs) Touche. Also, she did just find out. Well, and the other thing is, even though that's shitty, I mean, Ani still needs it, so... Right. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Absolutely right. Into the greater good problem. Yeah. The cats kind of like walk up to the portal and sniff at it. And one puts like a paw through and it's like it's stepping into another room. It's like it's just a doorway now. So I walk up next to her. I look at her. And then I walk into the portal. Okay. You just, it's like you step into another room. But no longer a portal just feels like literally an archway. And now you're in a hall. So they both, and both portals are leading into the same hall. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So you're moving forward reaching out, feeling this energy. Yes, absolutely. And just pouring, you know, calm, friendship, kindness, help, just good, energizing feelings towards you. As you're walking forward, there's alcoves set in the hallway next to you. Huge, arching recessions that have scenes that are playing out in that same tile, moving tile light that you saw before. Uh, they're set about 100 feet apart, each one, and they show different battles from the God's War. One shows Mordecai battling Sephor to mutual oblivion, the god of death and the god of the sun. One shows Baros betrayed by so Vistrix. Someone like collecting god souls? That's a good question. So, uh, Vistrix, the god of chaos, but... Does not seem good. No, it does does not. Betrayed the god Baros of Order, and you're seeing that play out here. You're seeing six of the last seven, so the last six gods, the gods of sport and flight and uh, strength and speed, all aligned to fight their brother War, who has an army of millions crashing down on them. So you're seeing all these battles that exploded during the gods' war against the back, so as if the whole hallway goes down and then rounds at the back where it ends. There's a 50-foot-tall man. His skin is cobalt. His clothes are silver. His beard and hair are silver. His head is lowered, and his arms are at his side, unmoving, and he's wet and dripping water. And you can feel all of that sadness and pain and despair coming from this form, about 50 feet tall. Um, in these like other portals, I recognize so there's speed. Do I recognize any of the like gods who are my party? In, yes. So you would like. Uh, let me see. You definitely see. Uh, well, you we saw Vor earlier. So four is obviously Para. Uh, you don't see the god of travel. You don't see the god of luck. You do see the god of speed. So Automil is lined up. Uh, and you don't see the god of beasts either. So none of them are represented in this imagery. You're seeing all this as well, too. Can I try yeah. to push my thoughts through the speed portal and see if I can connect to Aramil? It's, there's, you push and there's just not, like, there's nothing. It doesn't go anywhere. You're literally just seeing imagery. Okay. Yeah. It, can it be like the portraits in Harry Potter? Like, come on, Adamiel, we need some help. Like, where, come they can, on, yeah. where they can go talk to their other images. <coughs> That'd be awesome, no. actually. So, but no, sadly. Deeply curtsy 
in front of dripping wet dude. Not like obsequious exactly. No. A lot of deference. Like respect. Excellent. Uh, so I mean, he could probably use some of that. You know, yeah. I mean, is there any reaction? Does he do anything? His head lifts. His eyes open. It's a softer blue, but it's that same glowing, swirling blue energy. Just to be clear, simultaneously while she's curtsying, yes. I'm bowing in the same sort of deferential manner. Absolutely. And you've got that down. Okay. You, you, you both know. You have, this is a game you all have played a lot. You have to Royalty. roll. But yeah. you don't need it. <laughs> You're damn right I don't. So he lifts his head. And his word and his mouth moves, and it almost matches his words, but it's echoey and weird. It's almost like you're hearing it within your own mind, as opposed to hearing the sound. And you hear him say, "My flesh is dead, but I feel it rot, and feel that rot devoured by the bottom feeders, only to have it grow again. Please take what you have come for and release me." And he steps to the side and waves his hand, and another archway opens into an even larger room beyond. You enter a cavernous throne room filled with hundreds of ghostly squires, each formed from the same purple and pink energy you've seen before in the astral realm. They dash about, carrying papers, laying out maps, writing, reading, and carefully etching small bricks into a mosaic of a massive wall that stretches all around the chamber. As you watch them work, you notice the wall is slowly shifting in parts. Sections become less detailed as you watch, the stones smoothing and gaps between them eroding, until a worker steps in and carves new lines over the old to restore it. In the center of this activity sits Zavan. He is quite large for a man, but not overly so, standing nearly seven feet tall with wide, squared shoulders and draped in gold and crimson silks. A narrow band of platinum rings his head, connecting five star-within-circle shapes, each holding a different color stone. He does not seem to notice you. Basically, what has to happen here is I need to release C2 take his place to keep the city of Honey alive. Someone has to take C2's place, certainly. I want to steal his crown. You just going to walk up to him? I mean, could use Doro at the moment. <laughs> oh, God, couldn't you? This would, is, you're seeing this as well, by the way. What would Doro do? How would you go about stealing the crown off someone's head? Zip, Te- zip, teleport on Yank. the way. Zip, zip. That's exactly what Doro would do. <laughs> I'm willing to, like, chill in the throne room and like keep things moving and stuff. Totally. But I'm not so much, I think, willing to like have my flesh eaten and be bound and yeah. by like squid creatures. No, that seems kind of awful, like, doesn't it? I gotta it? draw that line. Somewhere. I would agree. Like I'm willing to sacrifice for the people of Honey. Yep. But I don't know that I'm willing to sacrifice like that much. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would think that's fair. Roll me both an investigation. 14. 22. Okay, let me tell you what you both see. So you, with your 14, every aspect of this work has to do with Andi. Every map, every chart, it's either like a waterway or this is like an area of town or this is a building. Every single piece of paperwork has to do with Andi. What you notice on top of that 
is that as you're walking by, one little thing catches your eye, and there's a map of Rizon that's been laid out, larger than some of the others. And of course, Rizon is not on me. This would be the only thing that would really stand out. Uh, there are intricately carved brass tokens clustered around the ruins of Temple Sephor in the vast desert of the Torahora. Images are carved into each of these coins. A bear, a doorway, a fist, a face with a third eye, the sun, and a cactus. All appear to be just coins. And then one just appears to be a simple coin. Presumably, the fist is... Barrows. Barrows order. A bear. Okay, so that's Torvik. A doorway. So that's Possibly Dor Doro, maybe. A fist. Barrows. A face with a third eye. Saw. The sun. Para. Para, yeah. And a cactus. I don't know about the cactus. Yeah. And a simple coin. So, Sirena. Or money. <laughs> um. Oh, is there a god of money? No, there isn't. No, there isn't. Oh, the like luck. Yeah, well, yeah, two-sided coin. You luck. pick it up and you flip it over, it's heads on both sides. So luck. Okay, but I don't really know about Rena or the cactus yet. No, you don't know anything about them. I know about Barros, just Correct. from whatever. Yeah, different fist, though. Like, it's not the same golden fist. So, so then it's force. Yeah, because you're seeing this side of it as opposed to this okay. side. So <clears throat> this clearly represents, like, where these gods are, like, hanging out. And rise on. That sure, that sure seems like what you're seeing right now. Um, great. So, I wish I could jump into the map. Like, they jump into the picture in Mary Poppins. Right. <laughs> Take a look. It's in a book. And they just dive. Yeah. Uh, I think, I think actually, Mary Poppins, this is the supercalifragilisticexpialidocious scene. That's true. <laughs> That's very true. Uh, what I would like to do is cast Illusion. To turn me into one of the like paperwork people. Yeah, sure, sure. So you would cast illusion, and you just look like a average person with a little bit of a shimmering field around you. Okay. You see that happen with her, and you also know that she's casting magic. She's not being, she's not hiding it. She just I mean, did at this it. Yeah. point, like, yeah. What good is discretion? So what I want to do is this person is like gonna sneak my way around. Sure. So Zavon doesn't notice me. As you're moving, like. People are moving around you. Yeah. They see you, they're moving around you. People are hitting you and continuing on. It's like they can't see you. They can clearly see her and are interacting with, with, with her. It's literally like you are invisible to them. And the cats, too, have to get out of the way. Can you describe this room to me one more sure. time? Sure. Giant room, circular in shape, much like the other one. And it's just dotted with desks everywhere. Right, All, and then run with books, and what isn't bookshelves is this giant wall mosaic that's everywhere, floor, ceiling, everywhere. There's, 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 there's people on, you know, ladders and structures that are working on the ceiling. There's people working on the floor, and in a constant effort to maintain it. And at the top of this, on a throne, is Zavon, and people are coming and bringing in papers. And Zavon, and one more time, not a problem. Zavon was the god, god of man, man, right? Yep. So. For some reason, you seem to understand what's happening here. Yep. I have no idea what's happening here. Sure. So we we just interacted with the god of water, right? Yes. He the just, god of the sea. God of the sea. So yes. he, he just created this portal. Yes. He said, release me. Yes. That we walk into. Yes. And now we're in this room, and from this room, we're meant to release him. That seems to be the intent, yep. Presumably by either begging Zavon to take his place, or by killing him, 
and thereby releasing all the power from the city, perhaps. Perhaps. Um, but if you want to actually preserve Ani, somebody has to be in his place. It's a definite good guess. I want to see how close I can get to Zavon and see if I can take that fucking crown. Okay, so you, you know, as everyone's working... Because there's got to be power in it. Oh, yeah, totally. I just like to... Yeah. I want to walk up to Zavon. Okay. So I haven't moved yet. She cast. Right. Yeah. Well, she's she's snaking her way she's in. She's sneaking her way. If you I go straight walk there, you'll straight get there, there first. So you walk straight there. You're pain in the ass. And you, <laughs> God damn right. you duck a couple people. You're standing directly in front of Zavon. What do you do? Does he see me? No. Does he, does he say anything to me? No one seems to recognize. Is he that moving, you're there. or is he? Yeah, very he's much. interacting with people, taking papers, signing things, giving orders, nodding. Do I notice that he doesn't notice him? Roll perception. Twenty-two. Yes. Thirteen plus nine. Yeah. 22? In fact, no one seems to notice him. You 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 see someone almost bowl him over as they were just going to walk right through him. So can I? And I notice that Savan doesn't notice him either. Correct. So can I like drop my spell? and just fucking run. So you drop your spell and you bolt towards him and, and then like you get about about to where he is and Zavon turns and you hit a wall. There's like a force of energy. Why have you come? He still doesn't see me. No, he's looking, you are next to her. And he's looking directly at her. Is the wall preventing me from moving forward? No. I'd like to move forward and touch him, like mm-hmm. on his foot or someplace. Yep. To see if he notices. Okay. So you, as he's turned energy, you say like you have not have come. He steps forward and touches Zavon, and Zavon starts like moves with a start and looks is looking around the room and looking down at where you are, but still looking through you. There is one from outside. Six portals that open and a guard steps out of each one. And these guards lock eyes on you. Oh, they can see me. So real quick, give I'm me- I'm about to be real, real reckless. You give me initiative. Uh, beat a seven. 19. Go first. Stick at the crown. Okay, I want you to roll acrobatics. Nine. Okay, you go to climb up there. So you basically like put a foot on his leg and you kind of, you know, run up there to get him, but he shifts, he feels you, even though he can't see you, and he goes to like just swing and you're knocked off him and onto the ground on your back and instantly there are pairs of hands that roughly haul you to your feet. There's like two guys grabbing you and now four people engaging with the lion. So the lions like tear one down, they get stabbed. There's, there, there's a fight going on, but you're still being drugged towards this portal. So my like superhuman channeling power things. Yeah, you, you can do that. Can I do that? Yeah, absolutely, you can do that. You basically physically throw both people off you. Lions have taken down one of these soldiers and are surrounded by three others. While that's all happening, you're still standing in front of Zavon. He looks angry, but he's already turned back to the paperwork. You're still right there. I want to ask him why he's destroying his own city. I am saving my city. How? By keeping it alive. What is the city to you? It is the last ray of hope. It is the last bastion of the power of man. But your actions result in the death of man. 
Men die all the time, but all would have perished if I not had done what I had to do. We sacrifice some for the many. We make difficult choices in this throne. Why couldn't you sacrifice yourself? He's quiet for a second. Someone needed to take charge. Someone needed to lead. Why did it need to be you? Because I was the only one with vision. The other gods are slow. They react slow, they think slow. With the mind of a man, I was able to move quickly. I got more done than any of them had. I saved everyone that I could. But did you? It's a good question. He doesn't have an answer. Chamber rumbles for a second. Everyone kind of leans, like some papers roll off and some pencils roll off. And it definitely feels like the wailing cry of Sito. You can feel him in this rumble, and then it dies down. You can, you can certainly do a persuasion. I mean, I think you've established this well enough. Because um, like, that's what I'm leaning to with all these totally. questions. I and like, agree. did you, and like, yeah, whatever. Absolutely. Natural 20. Oh, what a good time for it. Plus, plus nine. He waves a hand. The guards step away from you. Everyone else puts down their papers and steps away. And there's just silence in the room for a moment. And Zavon stands up and he walks down to you. And he kind of takes a knee so he's at your eye level. And he puts a hand on your shoulder. And he was like, This burden is great. Are you ready for it? Yes. As long as my flesh isn't going to be repeatedly eaten. Then, <laughs> then he gives me the crown. Yep. He takes the crown off his head. He places it, and as he's like lowering it to your head, like it shrinks by half. The second it touches your head, glass tentacles from those squid shoot into the room from several portals, wrap around him, and drag him out and then he just vanishes. You feel the pull of the chair, take a seat, and you instantly are connected with all the city. Every inhabitant, every person, you are the city, and you have taken the God of Man's place. And the God of Man has taken seat. And, the guy, and as you can see now, you can and see does, all around where you. Where did C2 go? C2, his... Remember me, yeah, I his, helped you. His body is still there. Right. It's all chained up. It's, the souls have been exchanged. So the, the God of Man has now been placed inside that dying shell. And the God so of the So he finally sea, did something that wasn't completely self-interested. Yes, he did. And it took you to convince him. You also now see a direct path back. You could, if you chose to, send him back. <laughs> to do what? So far, I've done, I, I have not hurt you in any way. Be aware. I've I only mean, served you faithfully. You could, he could remain here, or you could send him back. I mean, it's your choice. Like, I don't trust him unsupervised. I see what you're saying. However. <laughs> right, right. Is there any way, is there any kind of spell or anything that I can use to, like the unbreakable vow in Harry Potter? In this particular instance... Where I can get him to yes. like swear to me. Because of the power you have, because of the room you're in, with your ability, you can turn to him and say, I will release you. 
I will send you back home, but you must swear to... You serve me now. If you serve me, you serve the interests of the people of Oni. And you cannot act in a way that harms the innocent, those of goodwill, or to serve your self-interest or the interest of anyone connected to you, or anything connected to you, other than me. These words have weight. You feel the emotion of them, the power of them, everything she says rings true in your mind. If you decide to agree, you feel like you will be signing a contract mentally. So I'd like to take issue with the statement generally, all right? First of all, the idea of only never being able to serve my own self-interest. Can I not eat food, you know, breathe air? I said, I'd like to be able to serve my self-interest. If you had listened. I did listen, and that's what you said. I said that you cannot serve your self-interest or the interest of those connected to you in a way that would be counter um, to my intention. So yes, you can feed yourself. You can breathe air. How you can I... feed yourself, but you can't steal food off the table of someone from Ani, because that would be harming someone of Ani. So what? But do I know what her intent? Do I know what your intentions are? Like, what are your? That's such a vague. Whatever you want, but how do I know what you want? And can she track me then outside of Ani as well? So if I do anything that she might remotely not like, you have I'll be no restrained? answers to any of these questions. Just a feeling of immense weight and power behind her words. Is there any way I can like bind myself to her to like be her, I guess, voice throughout, oh, you know, that she, you so she could speak through me to the people of Ani and to Not the, with the magic group? that you know of. Like, I would never, but could she could I, she do that? You know? You don't know. I'm certainly not going to. I mean you really no. don't know how her powers work. Nor do you know the extent no, of them. Because then you could use my voice and make decisions for me. Well, but it would never would never be able to be con- contrary to what your intentions are. That's true. I mean, unless you find some way to wiggle out. Well, that's the point, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's why I don't tr- <laughs> trust, I mean, trust, I, but yeah. verify. I, right, exactly. I mean, as far as I mean, you just don't know. There's so this. This is the least you've known. Do I have anything else? Any other voice or something giving me some Nothing kind of guidance? Nothing is talking to you. Normally, you do. Nothing at all here. This moment, before you've bound yourself to me, and you feel nothing here, this is the first time you've been free. It's true. Yeah, well, it's not like what I did what I did. I bound myself to this thing because I had no choice. Truth. <laughs> you no, know? but at the same point, what she just said does ring true. I mean, it is the first time you have felt free, and it, it you you become accustomed to this force always hovering around you, and it feels like a weight has been lifted off you. You feel lighter. Not necessarily... No, not necessarily... I mean, no, but but not necessarily (laughs) even that. I mean, evil's a a little bit more nebulous term. It's kind of hard to to nail down there. But just like there was just a weight on you that's gone now. Like like, Like an extra layer you had to move through to connect with life around you that is no longer there. Well, there's no... What other option do I have? You don't see any. Do I have any other You choice? can hang out here Especially and bricks. And from bricks. Here's what I know. Yeah. I know that I'm in this place. Yeah. I know that I can still channel energy yes. into my own body from this place, but I know whatever entity that has allowed me to do that is actually not controlling me currently. Correct. So... 
presumably binding myself to her would do one of two things when I get back to the city, right? Either the entity would no longer be there and or leave me alone, or it would just kill me or attempt to kill me for binding myself to another master, right? A lot of things could be true. You have no answers to any of these, but these are all very valid questions. Okay, so here's what I'm going to say. Yep. Your Majesty, I currently serve another master who does not tolerate his subjects to be shared. To bind myself to you would be to sentence myself to death. You are more than any has been ever before. Could you shield me? Could you protect me? Could you release my bonds to the other whom I serve? In this moment again, in this place, with this energy, you can feel all the fields of energy around him. You can feel this dark tendril of energy. You can replace that and rechannel that energy into him. You also feel this ring that he has. And now you know why you couldn't see him. Because this ring protects him, keeps his emotions safe, keeps his identity safe. You could switch that. Just You could like reach inside it and just kind of change how the stone is cut. And by just softening this edge, you could reflect that energy back on whatever created it. Therefore, protecting him from it and hiding him from it instead of the other way around. This feels way too good for me. I don't, I don't, I don't even want to do this anymore. Mm. <laughs> Can I, I say never mind? Yeah. <laughs> if you just want to hang out here? That's not fair. It's just forever. Not fair. I don't see how this works out in my best interest one way or another. I guess I do. Well, the issue is, right, so here's the ultimate goal is to, like, suck in other gods' powers and become a god myself. Yeah. Presumably become every god myself. Yeah. I don't know how to do that yet. Do I know how to do that? None. No idea whatsoever. I need to know how to do that. That'd be a good thing to learn. By binding myself to her, I will never learn how to do that. No. You could totally learn how to do that. What if a god was threatening Ani? Yeah, what if uh, Baros is threatening Ani and she says, why don't you go take his power for me? Or if you just went and killed him and defended Ani, you'd easily be doing what she asked you to do. You know. Um, So, well, you have to tell me first that you can actually protect me from this entity that I think will probably kill me. Uh, which I means will, I can never speak my I will do everything within my power to protect you. Swear fealty to me, and you serve me, and as your new master, then yes, I will do, in this moment, I can protect you, and I will do any, everything within my power to continue to do so. And she, and, you, and also shield him from the watchful eye. Yeah, I'll shield master. him. I don't trust his master. Yeah, yeah who I, would? Okay. So? What's up? All right. So you reach out your hand to her and you take it and you kiss her ring and you are just gone. So literally like, and then all of a sudden there's a splash around you. Your eyes are, clear them out and you are just half kneeling at the edge of the pool and the jackdaws are there and everyone else is there and you quickly ascertain that you literally jumped into the pool and were spat back out the next second as far as they were concerned. And we're gonna end right there. God's Fall is written, produced, and edited by myself, Aram Vartian. If you want up-to-the-minute information about the podcast, you can follow me on Twitter at God's Fall DC. 
Special thanks to our good friends at BattleBards for giving us access to their incredible catalog of richly produced sounds. You are mine. Be sure to check them out at BattleBards.com. And a special thanks to all of our loyal Patreon supporters. Without you, this show could not continue. If you'd like to support God's Fall, get access to exclusive Patreon supporter content and get episodes of Season 3 before they're released publicly, head over to patreon.com slash godsfall. That's all from us this week. We have original maps, art, character sheets, and more on our website at godsfall.com, as well as links to our Patreon account and official God's Fall t-shirts. So see you next time in the world of the Five Kingdoms. show was produced and edited by Dead Ghost Productions. Find out more about us and all the shows we make at deadghostpro.com. <laughs>